Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or Hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs. Assuming they're a little twisted, too. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Newsflash, a man is saying he's simple and doesn't understand what he's doing. And Paula? Do you want me to play the role of Paula or just be Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth, episode 93. It is the week before Christmas, 2014. Ugh! Welcome, listeners. Hello, listeners from all of your listening platforms. You're probably, many of you are likely traveling to your parents' house or a family home or a Christmas party of some kind. Happy holidays. Uh, Paula is ill. She's the sickest girl in the world, and she begrudgingly had to withdraw from this episode 93, this sad, sad day. Does she realize that we don't offer sick time? Like, like she doesn't get paid for this. <laughs> she doesn't get paid she's... anyway. None of oh, us do. <laughs> that's right. My bad. The funds that we receive from our loyal uh, followers who are action-oriented and we appreciate when they utilize our ugly mall, those funds go back to pay for the show's running. So we don't actually make personal money like we don't go out and buy shoes or whatever because i absolutely would <laughs> you would <laughs> if, if if it were such a, an amount that it would allow you to do so you would do so i would absolutely do it and i would show them i'd be like thank you listeners but no I, we don't get that so yes she is very ill not very ill like not hospital sick but she is she was too sick to record this week so producer deb has been threatened and blackmailed to come in and sit with me and we're going to record a show because we are actually taking the week of Christmas off to replenish, to make sure that Paula is completely recovered and ready to rock and roll for the following week so we can recap our Christmas break and get back on track. I think I think I'll put something out there anyway though, but not a new show. We'll we'll, oh, we'll yes. have we'll have a little Christmas treat. Yeah, understand that I am not going to sing the 12 days of Christmas. I know. I know that you keep telling me to do it, and it's not. It's not going to the happen. twelve days of Christmas. It's the twelve ugly days of Christmas. Yeah, not going to happen. That's <laughs> it's dumb, and I'm not going to do it. I I've been polite. I've you know nodded my head at you like that's really cute, but no, I'm not Five doing it. Five golden Uggs. It's going to be perfect. No. Speaking of you, last week. Now this, if you are with somebody, if you've been with someone for even a couple. Three or four, I'd say five years. Five years is about the time when you start to relax and little little things that were cute and quirky are now irritating as shit. And so when you're a couple, Daryl, you me, have this issue with unplugging things that are mine. <laughs> well, you, you, keep, le- you, you leave keep, them plugged sh- in all the time. Sh- Hush, shut, shut your mouth. Just sh- shut your mouth. Shut, shut, shut. I leave my curling iron plugged in and I shut it off with the switch that's included with this appliance. Um, Sometimes I forget, but it's sitting on tile or I place it in the sink 
so that when I'm getting ready, I don't burn myself because I'm unable, I'm incapable of having a hot curling iron without potentially burning myself at any given moment. So I put it in the sink. There have been rare occasions where I forget to switch it off. So instead of going, oh, she left it on, I'll go ahead and use this switch and switch it off, you rip it out of the wall and unplug it. And so when I come in to use my curling iron, I turn it on thinking it's plugged in, it's been unplugged, and it puts me back in my getting ready process. You did this the other day. I did. And I was really pissed. Yes, you were. And this is like the second time you've done it in like two months. And it's really, I'm, I think you're doing it because you're mad that it's pl- that it's on and you just rip it out of the wall. That is it's simply not the case. I, 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 I wish I were you. I wish I were that kind of you know, had that kind of conscious to go, I'll teach her, you know, but No, really... I don't think you're trying to teach me a lesson. I think you go, God damn it, she left it on again. No, and you I, pull it out. I, I think that's, that's what how, you do. No, that's how you're wired. That's not how I'm wired. <laughs> I simply you know, I'm a simpleton in the sense that it didn't are, dawn on okay. me that there was a switch. You know, back in the day, you plugged it in, you unplugged it. It, it just was what it News was. Newsflash, so. everybody. Newsflash, a man is saying he's simple and doesn't understand what he's doing. Breaking news. You know what? I'm sorry. I I know you better yes. than that. You pulled that thing out of the wall because you were annoyed that it was on at all. And you're like, ah, why is this on again? So I just in... don't want the house to burn down. And so oh, therefore see? I... See? I take it out or now I we're turn getting it to the truth. But it has nothing to do with you and and, and getting back at you and inconveniencing you because you think and you're I trying both to inconvenience know that me. I, hey, I'm talking. Oh, boy, this is not going to go well for you. <laughs> no, I was just saying, why would I want to do that? The, uh, uh, the last thing, the last thing I want to do is make your get ready time longer. That's like the worst possible thing that I would want to do. You know what? So because I was so irritated with you and there was nothing I could do because I'm not going to embarrass you publicly. I'm not going to call you on something like this. I threw away your seafood taco. <laughs> so, we had gone out for dinner and you, your eyes were too big for your stomach and you ordered way too much food and you ordered these fish tacos that were delicious, but you couldn't get them into your gullet because you had to have that huge bowl of pozole and so you brought it home i saw it and i went you know what as far as i'm concerned this fish is bad and i threw it away and then when you said i can't wait to come home and eat that i'm like well i threw it away why did you do that because you unplugged my curling iron (laughs) just as ridiculous (laughs) equally as ridiculous wait so okay first of all my side of the story outside (laughs) of the curling iron which which we had already covered First of all, I did not overstuff myself and because I ordered a cup of the soup and they brought me a bowl and the food took a little long. So, okay, maybe I did overstuff myself a little bit mm-hmm. on chips. And so I was not prepared to eat the entire meal and brought the very tasty uh, taco home to eat. So I was coming home from work on the train platform and we were talking about dinner, as we are prone to do when I do my daily call to you. It's like, hey, what are we having? And and so I'm like, you know what? That's cool. If dinner's going to be a little bit late, I'll just eat that fish taco. And there was silence on the other side of the phone. I'm like, hello? And you're like, I threw it away. I was like, we just got it yesterday. Why did you do that? You unplugged my curling iron. <laughs> I was just like silent because I was like, what? Like it was almost... Like, there was no point in being mad because it was so random and funny. <laughs> it was so, there was absolutely right. no reason to be mad. At, at, I was like, what does my fish taco have to do with your curling iron? But 
somewhere in your backstory in your mind <laughs> they were directly related well you know at the time i was irritated so I, I do have a question for you though what like at what point did you decide to do that were you like were you still up in the bathroom and it no. was on, up and you're like you know what no. i'm throwing away his goddamn no. fish taco no it wasn't anything like that i was in the refrigerator <sighs> i was actually cleaning things out and i saw it and i'm like you know what he doesn't need this <laughs> threw it away that's horrible and while we're on the subject of things i hate i want to go on record publicly Mm. to indicate to you and to all of us that i hate your xbox i freaking hate it i hate it it's it's one more thing that i have to yell at to get what i need done for example i have to verbally say xbox on verbally in my house to get the freaking tv to turn on now you actually don't and I've I hate explained it. this to you. Listen, when I turn on the clicker, I want the TV to go on. I don't want to have to go through, I don't have to yell at it to get it to do what it needs to do. I do that already with children and occasionally a husband. I don't really want to do it to an appliance. That's my point. That's All the right. problem I'm having with it. I'll tell you what. If you can figure out how to change that, we'll change it. How do you change it? I'm not going to tell you. You're a jerk <laughs> because I hate it. I hate it that I have to yell at it. No, I, I will make there be a remote where you can do the same thing and everything operates the same. So now I'm going to get, you're going to go and you're going to buy some kind of iPad and there's gonna, it's going to be electronic <laughs> that's going to have to charge somewhere. And then I'm going to have Malia train you how to use it like modern family. I don't know what's wrong with just one clicker, four channels. That's it. Why why can't it just be so simple? I don't understand. I don't, know. I, I don't I'm resentful that I have a, something that I have to yell at. You don't have to yell at it. I never mind. I can hear you from upstairs going, Xbox on. Yes. No. That's that's you. I enjoy yelling at the TV. I know. And I hate it. Sorry. So anyway, as you can see, we had to we have to work through these issues before we can move on with the rest of the show. So I hope you enjoyed the little uh little peek into our daily bickering because when these things happen we just i have to i have to clear it out i can't hold it i hold on to it that's why we've been together so long confrontation is key <laughs> <laughs> if, if if we held that kind of little crap in fish tacos and it it, it would have just turn to violence yeah so. no it wouldn't so let's discuss last weekend uh, my sisters all four of us were together they all showed up, which we were really excited about because, you know, the way the Uggs are, there's always a good chance one of us is going to bow out of uh-huh. a, a commitment to get together. It's just the way we are. I think in that environment, yes, it's the possibility of a flake or two is going to happen. I think, obviously, if it right. was something serious or whatever, that's not the case. But in just a get together. When you have that many people, that's a lot of lives, a lot of spouses, a lot of children. You just never know. So luckily, everybody showed up on time. I thought it really fun time. And it was under the, it was actually, you know, we were actually there to officially celebrate Paula's birthday. But it was just, you know, it was also a great excuse to get together and, you know, see each other because we hadn't really seen each other or the kids in a long time. So it didn't take long for us to end up sitting down at a table and start doing what we do, which is exactly why we have this podcast, because... Yeah, I was going to say it was a little bit of deja vu. It was, because it was a great reminder as to why we do the show. Because you get 
four sisters together or even two which is half the concentrate but you get us together and then suddenly there's a show going on and i mean literally a show people stop and listen and watch and it's a cool if you have sisters or really good friends you know exactly what we're talking about which is what you tell us is that it's like sitting in and listening to a conversation of two people who know each other really super well so you get the four of us together it did not take long we got through our we always have to get through the um the baggage yeah, there's a little bit of ice breaking. But that, that has went to away really fast, but... which was super cool. We went right into God, I don't even remember how much shit we talked well, about. Well, you know why? Because you kept making us beverages. That's you made right. Us cocktails. <laughs> Nothing like a couple of Moscow mules for a few sisters to get things going. Yeah. Little sneaky peek. It was cool though. It was and I was so sick. You I were was Ill. so sick, but it didn't matter. You know, the alcohol. Nope. That, that always helps when you're ill anyway. But I was trying to think. I mean, all I know is that, well, we don't really talk about it on the show, but the four of us had an, an incredibly tumultuous childhood. We, we definitely experienced, outside of just the ugly divorce and child custody battles, there was a lot of crap. You know, we had, you know, our dad was kind of a jerk and kind of he was, is, you know, he's a jerk. And it just created a really tumultuous volatile childhood and all we had was each other so the four of us were the only you know like you put it really well we're like war buddies because no one else can understand what we went through except each other which is probably one of the reasons why we're so different than other friends that get together because no one gets us right and i think if you guys didn't call each other ugly this the name of this podcast would be band of sisters <laughs> like band of brothers i mean it's, it's true and i've been amongst all of the non-family i've had the most exposure to it over the years and if i had known you were gonna sit at that table i really would have tried to hidden like microphone it? that thing yeah yeah because it would have been a it would have been, been an epic <laughs> episode and a show. I mean, I don't think you want to put a big, um, like, microphone right in the middle of the table because, especially for the two sisters that weren't, you know, that haven't been on the podcast at all or anything like that, it can be intimidating. Right. But if it could have just been natural environment recording, yeah. it would have definitely made for a good show. You know, the the goal is to hopefully have all four of us together on a show at least once. Because I think it would be an epic show. It would be it would be super big. I sound like Donald Trump, but you know what I mean. It would be a really great show. So, and the, I think they're game. Actually, I think that they are game for oh, yeah? it. I know one for sure is. So, at the very least, we'd get three. But we really, I really want all four. I think it would be really cool to have all four, two of them guest, and you know maybe make it a regular guest thing. So when Paula gets sick, one of them can sit in, and it doesn't have to be you. I'm just, you know. <laughs> that's that's really what this is about it's like uh listen i, need uh, I really need you to come together <laughs> because having dub it's be a completely on the podcast <laughs> is just not not working. right so with that being said uh, a subject came up as as always does when the four of us together and that is one of us dying we always talk about more <laughs> we're very morbid and we talk about things like that and i always say look you know we were talking about mammograms we the ones of us that are at that age have had them done and we're all fine and healthy and wonderful but i said should anything happen to me i just know that you would not be single for very long you're a good guy you've never been you're not a big fan of being alone 
you protest that that's not true, that you would never get married again. I'm like, well, we're not talking about marriage. <laughs> we're talking about having someone with you. Anyway, then it flipped and we talked about if I ended up being a widow. And I said, oh, please, all of us have someone we could call <laughs> if we really wanted to not be alone. We just would phone a friend. And you freaked out. You like freaked out. <laughs> phone a friend. Who's your friend? What are you talking about? Don't say things like that. You don't know anybody. Right? <laughs> who do you know? I know a lot of people. Yeah, but who is your phone friend? I'm not friend? telling, and I don't even know. I, I would have to think about it. So right after we talked about that, like a few days later, we heard on one of our, they're, they're friends of mine, and, and I know them, but, but because I used to work there, but on one of the morning shows did just this bit on some study that came out that said 50% of women have a backup husband. I know. Wasn't that weird that that came out like right after that weekend? Yeah. And, and like in the event of a of a death or a divorce, Sudden like who would your backup husband be? And and I won't go into their story, but it was just, it reminded me of the, of the phone a friend conversation that we had. Well, I think that is true. You just don't think about it because you don't have to, but... I'm sure that if I really sat down, I could I could think of a few people on a short list. And you do, too. And you can deny it all day long, but you know you do. I don't have a short list. You have a long list? I do. No, I don't. I don't have a list. I don't think that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like Because we're don't... not dying. Right. I've explained this to you already. I know. I'm just saying that I know that, you know, and everybody knows. I'm freezing your ass. <laughs> everybody knows that you would not be single for long. There'd be a line out the door, right? Yeah. You'd have a lot of casseroles on funeral day. That's all I'm saying. So let's talk about... And all of them would be sent back because if you don't realize that I hate casseroles... <laughs> the one woman that doesn't bring you a casserole, that's your the, winner. The, the chick that brings me beer and beef jerky, come on in. God. The Ugly Truth mobile app is now available for Droid and Apple users. Of course, the episodes are always free and available anywhere you listen to podcasts. To get more info and download the links, visit UglyTruth.com slash app. Now, let's get back to the uglies. I can't talk. My mind is so blank. So we, you and I, had the um, luxury of driving into the city last weekend to go see Ryan Adams perform. Now, I introduced you, basically introduced you, you to Ryan Adams. He's alt country. He, he's worked with the Counting Crows. You know, he's a, he's a genuine artist. He's very original, which I love. And he's kind of a rebel, has his own record label. It's kind of like the Zac Brown Band, you know, just really good music doing it his own way. So whenever, whenever you can get the opportunity to see him you go because he doesn't tour very often and his shows sell out. So luckily, I don't even, I think it was a last minute edition. This, the San Francisco show is a last minute edition, which we were kind of hoping was going to happen. I think we got some of the, like literally like the last two seats, <laughs> the last two seats of yeah. the show. We were as far, oh, like if they sell seats from the middle out, we, we, we were probably could have end. touched the ceiling had we stood yeah. up. We were that far, but it's the Masonic. And it's a great venue, so it doesn't really seat a whole bunch of people. So really, there was no bad seat. It was fun. Lots the the you know I'm a big people watcher, so when we walked in, I'm looking around. Lots of hipsters, lots of aging hipsters, I should say. I didn't see a whole lots lot of, of plaid and beanies. I saw a lot of beanies, <laughs> a lot of rock shirt, a lot of concert tees, a lot of uh, Chuck Taylors. But then 
there was a lot of women that were older than me in their leather, you know, they pulled out or borrowed their daughter's leather jacket with their $300 jeans. And, you know, they were there with their sugar daddies. And so I was like, well, that's a strange array. I mean, that's a really weird mix of people. But his set was really kick ass. But I was going to tell you, you went to go get something to drink. And of course, my awkward moment occurred at the show which I yes. did not expect. I'm sitting there by myself and I'm looking around. The couple sitting in front of us, just a young, just normal, whatever couple, and the lady, <laughs> the seats are super close together. So when you have your, you're sitting with your knee, you couldn't cross your legs. If I'd crossed my legs, I would have whacked her in the face with my shoe, which would have been funny, but you know, I didn't want to do that. And no. so I'm sitting there with my, you know, I'm just sitting with my knees together. I'm just sitting there kind of chilling. And she's having a great time with her boyfriend. And so she laughs really loud. <laughs> and her whole body like jerks back and she like throws her head back and she whacks her head on my knee really super hard. And it's because yeah, they're really steep. seats. It scared too. me because I wasn't yeah. looking at her. I was looking around and it scared the shit out of me. And I was like, oh, my God. And she got mad at me like it was my fault. And I'm like, dude, I'm 5'3", okay? It's not my fault, galoot. Galoot. Don't act like you have, you know, airspace all around you as if you can just behave any way you want, stupid bitch. You have to understand your environment before you're going to make the slutty hair flip. Ugh. I wish it had knocked her out. <laughs> that would have been funny. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, so Ryan Adams was fun. I did want to talk about one thing. It And I'm I'm only bringing it up because... It really, I, well, I mean, I wanted to talk to Paula about it because it really, it's something that Paula probably would have, could have done. I guess I could have done it. I'm just not, I couldn't really relate to this. This is an awkward moment that made the news. Not me or Paula's awkward moment, but an awkward moment that occurred. So it's not an ugly and no, awkward moment. No, it's not moment, an ugly an moment, but it's moment. an awkward moment. And I just, it reminded me because of the lady that whacked her head on my knee I started getting on this train of thought of awkward moments in the news or whatever, and I found this one that I found to be really funny because I can totally see it happening to me or Paula. The reason that I can't relate to it is because it was at a buffet. <laughs> I don't do buffets very often. <laughs> but this was a really, this is a really, apparently, an incredibly upper echelon restaurant type of thing. So I'm going to tell it to you and you tell me what you think if you think this is something that would have happened to me or paula all right this is a restaurant called equinox it's in washington dc so for our dc listeners you guys probably know exactly what i'm talking about and maybe you've heard the story there was a tray of white alba truffles and this lady thought that they were free samples now white alba truffles are incredibly expensive in itself so they were on display in a glass case to advertise the company's vegan brunch, which includes truffle shavings for an additional $20. So you can add truffle shavings to your whatever, whatever vegans eat at brunch. So the white truffles are extremely expensive. The biggest one in the world is four pounds and was sold for a million dollars. So her bite that she took out of this truffle was about oh, she she took a bite $300. Oh my god. Apparently a big old bite of truffle doesn't taste that good because the woman in question told the owner that she didn't like the flavor. She suggested the restaurant cut off the part she bit and save the rest. <laughs> Luckily for the customer, the restaurant decided not to charge her for her mistake, but she obviously could have and maybe should have. I mean, I don't know. That's I I mean no. I would hope that they would not do that. I feel like it's not 
an awkward moment. It's because when you guys have awkward moments, it has nothing to do with being stupid or unaware. Well, here, right? but the thing is, is that the tray was sitting out along the brunch line, and so to me, it could be easily mistaken right. for something that you can put. Truffles are ugly. They're not even pretty looking food. It, it's a mushroom. Yeah, we're talking and about dirt. the mushroomy truffles, not yeah. the chocolate. Yeah, yeah, and it, and they're and they're dirty. They're not like these clean, pretty little you know pieces of vegetable. So I don't know how someone could pick one up and take a bite out of it, but I can see it happening. If you're not paying attention, if you're just walking by going, oh, what are these? Pick it up, put it on your plate, and then take a bite of it and go, ew, this is gross. And then go over to the manager and say, I don't know what these are, but I don't think they're good. And they're going to be like, um, well, that's a $600 truffle that you just took a big bite out of, you moron. I can see something like that happening to us. Although, luckily, we're not vegan. Although, Paula, Paula practically is. So, I mean, she could essentially pick this up and go, huh, not what's by this? choice. Take a bite and go, oh, my God, I hate vegan food. I hate being gluten-free and throw it. But it'd be like, that's a $600 truffle that you just just threw. I thought it was an awkward moment for sure. I don't know if I would say stupid. I think that it's kind of a mix. But wait a minute, though. If you're if you're highfalutin enough <laughs> to be at a buffet that has add-on shaved truffles at the end. Yeah. Then you're either a poser or stupid, Be- because that means because if you have that much money, you should damn well know what a truffle is. You know what? Backstory time. So the husband is insanely rich, and this is his daughter. You know, she doesn't belong. Hey, did you know there's a, there's an Equinox restaurant in San Francisco? I I did not know that, but it does not surprise me. Oh, Todd Gray's Market Vegan Brunch. It's thirty dollars. Oh, and it's right here on the thing. Fresh white truffles have arrived from Alba, Italy. All of our dishes are available with shaved white truffles. The supplement is $20. And I'm looking at a platter of the truffles. They look like potatoes. Why would she pick this up and eat it? Because she's the stupid, I don't belong in this world bitch. Well. That doesn't know what she's doing. $30 for a truffled vegan. No, $30 for the brunch. And then $20 if you want truffles (laughs) sprinkled upon it. It literally nearly doubles in price if you want to eat some fungus. Yeah. No, thanks. I should have done some research on this because it is like literally the selling point is the truffles on this menu. Really? Yes. Then she really has no excuse. There's no excuse at all for biting into this truffle because clearly it's it's a part. It's called the, the vegan truffle yes. add-on brunch. It is part <laughs> of right. the selling point, which means my story is no longer. Now I'm just talking about a moron in Washington, yep. D.C. who took a bite called out of the truffle. All right. You're right. Note it. Note it. Note it happens. It. I'm going to record that. <laughs> that part where you just said, you're right. You're right. That's going to be your opening. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the Sony hack briefly because you and I are, you know, we're in media. I mean, I was for a long time, but you still are. And we kind of have a little bit of a different perspective, I think, than people who just read the articles about a Sony hack. I'm kind of curious what you think, what your opinion is on the whole thing. I think that one of the reasons that um, Sony caved and pulled this movie, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this opinion, is that I think that they were seeing that they, they're they really going to have a hard time recovering from the leaked emails of all the, the crap talking that they do to each other about celebrities, executives, 
what movies that are coming out you know i think they're trying to shield some significant secrets that they don't want to be made public personally i think that that's why they caved into pulling all of this uh all the press and all of the movie and everything so you're saying that that you think that they would have the hackers would have let more out had they I think that they have something that Sony does not want them to know, does not want to become public. I don't think it has Maybe. anything to do with freedom of expression. It has nothing to do with the necessarily the the content of the movie. This this guy, the the leader of Korea. I think it has to do with there is probably some incredibly sensitive material about some very well known people that they don't want out in the public eye. You think they're bla being blackmailed, basically? They were blackmailed, and they caved. And the thing is, is that if any other movie house had this happen to them, I think they would have responded the same way, personally. I don't think there's one guilt-free movie house uh, or movie company or media company who wouldn't be encouraged to do the same thing depending on this uh, depending on who or what was incriminating my take is slightly different although that you know totally plausible what you're saying i think that you know maybe there was a threat to release even more or anything like that but i think my take on it was a maybe a little simpler in that it just wasn't worth it right right because the liabilities associated and, and plus their their hand was really forced i mean the the blame is on you know the the cowardice and the oh you you coward and all this other mm -hmm. stuff is placed on sony but the reality is that all five major theater companies said we're not showing it yeah i don't right and so they didn't really have a choice in that regard in terms of the release well but... i'm you're under the impression that those movie theater companies actually had a choice i don't think i think sony told them don't do it i i don't know i that's absolutely not true. They did not, because what came out was, is that they were going to release the movie. Mm -hmm. And then the minute that Cinemark and those other ones started saying no, and the theaters had a really simple reason. Liability. We do not want the liability associated with, if the, if some crazy North Korean or, or associated or anything like that happens, right. it was so public that they were going to do something that there is no question that the liability and the second guessing would have happened. Mm -hmm. Now, personally, I think Sony made the mistake of saying we're never releasing this. Right. There are so many options in the privacy of your own home. They could have digitally released that thing and charged f five bucks for it the day and then just let people do it on, amongst themselves. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think there's too many options, but I think the liability was a concern. That's why I think that they are concerned about what other material they received from the hacking i think that there right. is there's sensitive information i mean every company has it i mean every company has emails that they wouldn't want made public just because we don't know the names of those people doesn't mean it wouldn't be any less you know salacious if it was you know hr right. paperwork or whatever my my god you don't i mean if something happened to a, a large radio company, it would be unbelievably difficult to not want to read it. I mean, it's, it was not. I just don't think that Sony is unusual. I think that if they were to hack into Paramount or, you know, the Weinstein Company or whatever, I think they would find equally as gossipy stuff about other actors. Oh, for sure. But I think the problem is, is that Sony was a little bit cocky in the sense that they didn't have the proper security around this anyway i don't i didn't get the impression that this was a very difficult hack to do mm. and in the in the age of you know fox you know rupert murdoch and all those guys you know getting all this dirt for publicity and for tabloids and things like that you would think that an entertainment company would have 
you know, internet security, like super high on their priority list with the type of access that right. they have. Well, but, and it is, it is not an American company either. You know, North Korea is just, in my opinion, just out of it. I mean, now they're basically saying we want to do a combined investigation because we weren't behind it and we're going to help you find out who was. <laughs> right. And and oh, by the way, the U.S. government was behind making this movie in the first place. What? Oh, yeah, that's the new thing oh, is that, that. They, they, they claim that the U.S. government was the inspiration for Sony even doing this movie in the oh, first place. I thought Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen got really stoned and wanted to do it. I thought that's what it was. It is what it was. But, you know, because the president knows them and they're celebrities, oh. so they're very big supporters of Democrats. And I think they will ultimately release this thing. I, I just think yeah, that it's going to be I do too. it's going to be digital. It's not going to be DVDs or anything. it'll be something that people can do in the privacy of their own home right. if they want. And, yeah. you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. Speaking of celebrities, let's move into a segment that I was going to cover with Paula is celebrity news that Paula probably didn't know. Do you want me to play the role of Paula or just be me? No, just be you because okay. no one can be Paula, but Paula. First thing, this hit this morning and I wanted to talk about it. Lance Bass from NSYNC. He married his longtime boyfriend, Michael Tertian. I think it's Tertian. They got married at the Park Plaza Hotel in Los Angeles <laughs> and Jamie Lynn Siegler officiated the wedding. You are The kidding. Sopranos. No. I know. That's awesome. I know. And so it was a big party. It was like 300 people. Really fun. I'm, But you know what? I'm happy for him because he grew up in Mississippi and it was a very, he grew up in the Bible Belt and to come out, he didn't come out for, I mean, I think he was like, what, 30? By the time he came out, everybody knew. So Yes, it was a, the biggest secret. No one, everyone knew. Right. So, yeah. but I am happy for him, you know, sure. that he's, you know, finally free to, you know, marry and I guess it was a big party. I don't know why we weren't invited, but. Right. Oh, well. On that same note, although it's not an official announcement, Cameron Diaz and Benji Madden from Good Charlotte have become, for the most part, engaged. She's been doing a junket for Annie, and she's been wearing, I personally think it's a hideous ring, but she is wearing an engagement ring on her well, wedding ring. Well, it goes with finger. her looks then. It's just, it's really, really gold, and it looks really like a gold band with a little bit of diamonds. It's it just, it looks like a, a cocktail ring, a man's cocktail ring. So I don't know what the deal is, but... I didn't find it to be very pretty, but... Maybe they tried to design it to look like her pug face. <sighs> you know what? She has a nice body. Tall and No, thin. she does not. You don't think so? No, she's a stick and not no curves, no attractiveness. She doesn't have... Done. You know, she doesn't have good hair, but she really could do the extensions thing and it would look really nice. She absolutely got punched in the face as a kid too many really? times. Really? God, yeah. I, I don't... I think because she... Well... She's kind of a girl's girl in the sense that she's somebody you would totally want to go out with, have fun with. She'd be a really great friend to have. I think I, that's why I don't look at her like I would look at somebody else. I mean, I see her as somebody I would totally want to be friends with. Have fun. Well, that's fine. I get, you know what? Thank God. I will become friends with her and I don't have to worry about you finding her attractive. Won't that be fun? She is not on my. She's not on your phone friend friend list. list. All right. (laughs) No. But anyway, they've been together for seven months, and it looks like they're engaged, and she's wearing a really ugly ring. That's too bad. It's like an eternity for her. I know. Ashley Simpson is pregnant, Jessica Simpson's sister. That's not the first time, though, right? No. She had a baby before that. She named Bronx Mowgli. What the fuck is wrong with celebrities and naming their children? (laughs) So I'm curious, what is she going to name this next one? Bagheera? I mean, I don't even know. Like, I don't know where those weird names come from. Bronx? Bronx Mowgli is his is her son's name. 
Mowgli. Mowgli. <laughs> Jungle Book. Mowgli. That's it. Not Mowgli. Whatever. What's uh, the diff? Still, it's horrible. It's equally horrible. Yes. Yeah, so she'll name it Shere Khan. I mean, I don't even know. What are the other Jungle Book names? Blue. <laughs> oh, no. We already have Blue Ivy, so she can't do that. No, it's Baloo. Yeah, but she can't because, you know, Jay-Z and... So this is going to be a girl that. and it's going to be Queen's Baloo uh -huh. instead of Bronx Mowgli. Eek. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, so Ashley Simpson is PG. Now, this one I thought you'd be excited about because I know that you're not a big fan of blondes, but you wouldn't turn one away if she was really hot. Kate Upton has been named the sexiest woman alive by People Magazine for 2014. Outside of you, wholeheartedly agree. Isn't she gorgeous? I do not have a problem with people finding other people physically beautiful. Like, I have no problem with it. I know that there are women who cannot stand the thought of their boyfriend or husband going, oh, yeah, she's just stunning. I mean, if you said that about my best friend, that would be one thing. But sure. looking at someone who does this for a living, she's a model, and she's considered bigger than any other models that are popular i think she's beautiful like really oh, natural pretty. oh baby. my god she's All so beautiful and yes she has really big boobs which i know you like so that is that's not true actually because big just isn't enough natural oh they're not fake yes how do you know don't like fake how do you know they're not fake they're not I... i'm just telling you they're not <laughs> okay just like women never you never can fake it right well, either that or she had the best goddamn doctor ever. Well, that's possible, too. But, yes, they do look very natural. They they definitely seem to be God-given. That's for sure. I saw the Game of War commercial. Mm -hmm. the, that's a natural bounce. That's not a, that's not a plastic that's bounce. That's not Far Cry? No. Okay. It's it's The one you guys were talking about, she had the, the game totally wrong, as you know, because she thought it was World, World of Warcraft, Warcraft. Yeah. but it's it's just an it's just an app, mm. and that's the one where I, you guys talked about it on the show, but where I where I said, all these guys are going to download this app thinking she's in the game, and of course, <laughs> she's not. She's not, so. but she looks very pretty, riding a horse, braless, so mm -hmm. she's beautiful, and I'm glad, I'm glad that she got some recognition. Well, and I love it, too, that, that the sexiest, right? Because to yeah. me, it's not just, you know, she, I like that they do that because they easily could have picked some stick with fake tits yeah. and done it. But, you know, that to me, she's, that that is sexy to me, which is why Cameron Diaz is the opposite of that. <laughs> yes. I know. Do they have a least sexiest Uh, You know what I think? Issue? Honestly, I think Maxim Magazine does that. <laughs> to be honest with you, and most most it's probably just a list on page seventy two. No, but they do feminists it. like hardcore feminists find it completely offensive. And I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, they're, if you're just basing it on what men like or don't, you know, generally speaking, I'm, you know, right. like I think one year Sarah Jessica Parker became the most unattractive woman in the world at one point. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I would assume that yeah, Lena no. Dunham would be on that list. I'm not sure. <sighs> I mean, yeah. Taylor Swift. I have no idea. I'm just, I'm just throwing out names of people I, I kind of don't like, but I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. Taylor Swift's in that awkward position of being somewhere between cute, like she used to be cute and could get away with it, and now she kept the fourteen-year-old body and, yeah. and is twenty-five, and so I, uh, it's. I don't here's know. Here's the thing with Taylor Swift. I have reluctantly decided to concur that she is. Because it ne it rarely happens. She has catapulted up to the Madonna, Michael Jackson, that level of entertainer. She will always be remembered, no matter what well, happens. I think it's, 
especially in context of the lack of those. That's what know? I'm saying. I mean, I to, to put her up there at that level, it, it doesn't seem premature anymore because she's ridiculously popular, but she's not. It's not just that, though. It's just that every time she does something, the whole world knows about it and everybody loves what she does or every or they hate it. Regardless, it makes her money. And that's really, you know, she can't fail. She cannot fail. And that's how some of those entertainers are. I mean, I didn't like everything Michael Jackson did, and I certainly didn't like everything Madonna did. But those are the two people in the in the age, our generation, that I can think of. You know, there was the Elvis and the Beatle people. But then our generation was Madonna and Michael Jackson and maybe Nirvana to some some level that's what i was trying to explain in the in the context of today there's not a lot of standout people no. like our like you said our generation no. you could go michael jackson madonna prince my point was there were a lot of marquee artists all at the same time mm -hmm. i don't think there's a lot of marquee artists now so she stands out like if taylor swift was around then mm. i don't think she'd be standing out as much as she does now all right well let's start with the awkward is it ugly and awkward moment of the week or awkward and ugly moment of the week. Ugly and awkward moment okay. of the week. <laughs> I don't know why I keep flipping that around. It's whatever you want. It's your show. Right. So it it's time for the ugly and awkward moment of the week. So since Paul is not here and she is unable to inform us of any awkward moments... She gets a pass this week. But she had one. Oh, I'm sure she has one. At least. I have one. You do. We were sitting at the Ryan Adams show, and Ryan Adams has a eye disease. And I don't it's not I don't think he'll ultimately become blind or anything, but he's incredibly sensitive to light. And it definitely was clear when we were watching the show because the lighting was very, very dark. And everything was pointing outward behind him. Not, and it was behind him, right? There were no him. spotlights at him, right. right? So in addition to that, when we walked into the venue at the Masonic, I saw a lot of signs that say no flash photography per artist's health concerns. And I do remember hearing about that. That was one of the reasons why he stopped performing, because he he couldn't control the flashes and the lighting for a show was just really right. causing him a lot of problems. And so there were ushers all over the venue with flashlights reminding people because you know everybody and their mother has a smartphone now sure and it, it the, the place is so beautiful that everybody's taking photos of everything because it's so great there and then when he you know when they come out you want to take pictures especially if you have a good view of the artist so we're sitting there and i'm getting ready to take a photo of the whole venue because we're so high up before before anybody had come out yet and I was like, God, look at the massive amount of people in this venue. And so you go, you're like, is your flash off? And I said, I got this. I understand. I know how to read. I saw the signs. I got it. And the usher had just come through our aisle so or the aisle next to us. Put up the phone. Press click because my flash is on auto because I thought there's plenty of light. It's not going to go off. Uh, and the flash immediately goes off and I pull my phone down and I throw it in my lap and I'm like, oh, God, it's like, I can't believe it. You know, it's one thing if it had just accidentally happened, but I had to make it a thing. I had mm -hmm. to tell you I've got this. <laughs> yeah. Like I like I think I know. 
And mm-hmm. no sooner had that happened, the usher comes by. Excuse me. She made a beeline for you. <laughs> There's no flash photography in this auditorium. And I'm like, I know. She goes, it's the artist. And I'm like, you don't have to explain it to me. I already feel like an idiot because I know that. I know! <laughs> it was not, you know, I had to do it anyway. Well, I guess I kind of so had an awkward best. moment at the same time then. I had this awkward moment, I guess, in the sense that here's something I've come to realize. And I think it's so rare that I am in the vicinity when your ugly and awkward moment happens. Yeah. Well, you used to be around quite a bit when I did stuff like fall. Yeah. A but lot. even Yes, that is true. But I, I think that what was interesting about this one was, is I just kind of looked at you after the usher left and you got your little lecture. Like, <laughs> you do not like being called on your ugly and awkward moment. You do not like it being pointed out. Like, I looked at you and said, this is going to be your ugly and awkward moment, isn't it? And you're like, ah, yeah. you were so annoyed. Yeah, I don't like that. Because it's it's like, it's so redundant. Yeah. You know, it's just maddening. Like, of course it is. Why do we need to bring light? Of, why do you have to make it a make it a thing now? And it's not just the ugly and awkward moments, but it's also something like, and I do this all the time and I hate it, <laughs> is that like you'll open the refrigerator and I'll go, honey, are you hungry? And you'll be like, no, you idiot. I'm getting in the fridge because it's nice and cold. I don't call you names. No, of course not. But I can see the look on your face and I call myself the name. I'm like... Yes, Daryl, she's getting in the fridge because she is absolutely not hungry. You know what? And it's the opposite. I will. Let me put a spin on it. (laughs) I am appreciative and I don't take for granted that you like to cater to me. That is not something that I take lightly because that's why my phone a friend list is up in the air because I don't know if I would ever be able to be so fortunate enough to have a man who would be so willing to want to make me happy. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Honey. It's true though. I mean, I, 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 it's very rare to, you know, and the women that have men like that, they never let go because it just, it just does not happen. So luckily, you know, although it is annoying. I'm glad that you do take that, some that take it that way. Sometimes I, I do find myself going I, a lot of times it's just to start a conversation or to do, be generally like, hey, is there anything I right. can do? But I, I could see how I could see how it would get annoying, <laughs> especially when it's stating the obvious kinds of things like, well, you know what I mean? Yes. So and if I'm hormonal or whatever, then you're definitely going to you get hormonal. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I hadn't noticed. Merry Christmas. Yeah, you're a liar, too. (laughs) Stop it. If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. If you do, there's a good chance you'll hear all about their ugly and awkward moments as they happen. Plus, you can share yours with us. Go to UGLEETruth.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. Last time I was here, it was raining. It ain't raining anymore. The streets were drowning, water's waning. All the ruins washed ashore. I want a kitten for Christmas. Why? Because they're cute. You can give me a baby. If it looks like... Actually, I can't. (laughs) If it looks like a husky... We and cannot a dog, have okay, okay. First then of all, you can have the listen. Kitten. 
I would love to have another husky, but I don't think that I can keep up with the amount of kills that two huskies will do. It's too much. Well, let's let's close the show with that moment. So <laughs> because we had another kill. Another fucking kill. I'm like, you know what? I appreciate it. I would rather that he kill them than have them running ramshot in our yard. But the other night he came in and he, you're like, what's that on his face? I'm like, oh, my God, it's blood. He killed something. Yeah. And he smelled like death. And I said, go out there and find it. And, of course, sending you out to find something is like <laughs> sending a baby out to find something. You have no eyesight. You can't see anything. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Listen, wait a minute. That, I no. demanded that you give me that flashlight and you wouldn't. You wouldn't do it. And I'm like, I'm not I the will one find with it. the glasses and the bad vision. That's you. That's My close problem up. is not that. My problem is I'm a guy and I just don't look right. Whatever. You know, if you want to group you all together, you go right ahead. But you are the only experience that I have. And you simply couldn't find the dead animal. So by the time you did locate it two days later, it, there was nothing left because he had con completely annihilated it. There was, I couldn't even tell what it was. It was so flat damaged. I could see claws and teeth, <laughs> but it's either a baby raccoon. I don't believe it. Or a squirrel. I think it was a squirrel. I really do. I don't think it was a, ra a raccoon. Raccoons Here's why I think. I think he can't catch a squirrel. Honestly, I, I think his odds of catching a squirrel, even on the ground, are pretty tough. What if it fell but, and he was right there? Yeah, but that's the I, I suppose that's possible. But I think that that would be more likely with a baby raccoon because he has killed a baby raccoon before. Well, I mean, OK, um, wait a minute. That just fell out of the tree. But when you say baby raccoon, I mean, what are we talking? Like what? What's the size of that? Super small. Squirrel size, like a little bit bigger. Yeah. I so thought it was going to be a little bit bigger than a squirrel. I haven't seen any raccoons in the area in a really long time. You just don't think it was a rat? Because I think it could have been a rat. I mean, with all the water we've been, all the rain and everything. I saw the teeth. So the Rats teeth. Rats have teeth that are sharp? Yeah, but, yeah, but they're, they're buck rat teeth. They're not small <gasps> row teeth and then fangs. <laughs> right? This was like so much. This is like, that's what makes me think it's a raccoon. Like if I, it, okay. I mean, obviously it wasn't, but it had more of a look of canine teeth, right? You know like, what? I, and so. you know, it's, and you didn't think it was a kitten. No. You know, would it be, would it be so hard for a chicken to get in our yard just once and kill <laughs> one of those fucking chickens, the roosters that crow at three that in the morning? Nice. I mean, please, we've killed everything else. Can't we kill that? It's the one thing that makes me want to let him loose, honestly. Well, Yeah. <laughs> so yes anyway. so he we did find the the kill i it was I, completely flat it's and debatable it what it was practically I, fossilized <laughs> i realized that i could go and look i don't want to i know but i would if i really wanted to be right about this i could go and look at it but i don't want to i just don't care enough right but then he when it was raining he got out and started running around and I had to catch him in my car, and he was wet and smell of blood and death, and it was just so bad. That he's Have I boy. successfully distracted you from the desire for a kitten? No. Okay. I wouldn't mind another one of those. But anyway, it, it comes and goes. If it was something that I really, really wanted, I would do it without your permission. <laughs> I know. They're fun to play with, but I don't want one in my house. It'll poop somewhere, and I'll be like, why did you let me get this? And I don't want to do that. To yeah. you or anybody. Um, so, yes, we are in the Christmas holiday season, and I have mentioned this many times before with you. You are absolutely Clark Griswold the second Thanksgiving ends. 
I mean, the moment Thanksgiving ends and we go the next morning, you are Clark Griswold until New Year's Day. That is just who you are. And I love it about you. You make us listen to Christmas music. You make us watch the shows. You drink the eggnog. You. I've, I've knocked out the moose mug about four or five times. Your moose mug that I got weeks. you, which really was probably one of the best Christmas presents I ever got you. True. We, we seem to be adding lights every year we had more lights, <laughs> which is exactly you. And There's the only, nothing on the outside, though. The only, well, actually, in the back there is. But. The only thing you won't let me do is you won't let me put Santa hats on your dog. Because that's bad. That's the only thing you won't let me do, but I'm going to Animals shouldn't wear clothes. Okay. <laughs> I I just, I really get into it because it's, it's just a fun time of year for me. I don't, I don't know why I had lots of enjoyable Christmases. And yeah. I think, you know, as the kids have gotten older, especially it gets harder to be traditional. So it's just, True. I just like that time of year. I, I like the music. It's, you know, with the exception of the Carpenters, I like pretty much every Christmas song. <laughs> yeah, that and so, Grandma got run um, over by a reindeer. Well, that's just annoying and not really a a good Christmas song, but the, mm -hmm. the, the, you know, I do get into the other stuff. I mean, I am literally, <laughs> I'm somebody walked into my office the other day, one of the guys that, that works for us. And this is happened like a week ago and I was playing around through iHeartRadio cause that's who I work for. And I was checking some different things and I put it on the Christmas channel in my office and he walked in and he goes, you're that guy. <laughs> you're that guy. You are that guy. I bowed my head. I was like, I am, I am that guy. <laughs> Hopefully you don't get a Jelly of the Month Club bonus. Yeah, yeah no kidding. That'd I mean, be really. But yes, you are. You you drag us into the holiday spirit because, you know, me and, and my children are very, we're a little rebellious. We're a little different. We You are not. <laughs> You're, you, you are constantly fighting a battle with me and, and the kids because we're just a little more on the... Um, it's not like we're too cool or well, anything. Well, you didn't really grow up with Christmas either, so it's a little bit of a disconnect. But I, I think you've come along nicely. You, you know, you like what you like. And <laughs> the thing I do like about it is I do not like uh, necessarily cheesy Christmas. No. Um, you know, but I am the remnant of my mother in that sense. My yes. mom goes over the top she used Christmas. To. When they were in their old house that I kind of grew up in. Oh, my God. We actually God. paid someone to put lights on the house. That's right. Right. And because, well, the house was huge and it would have been extremely dangerous to try and do otherwise. But, but there was a full village Christmas tree. My mom had a rotating artificial tree that was up on a pedestal. The tree actually rotated. Mm, that's right. So right. she's very, very into it. And so, she did you know, Christmas. I have a little, I have a little bit of that. So, so that, that's where I get my Clark from. That's true. But you know what? Like I, I've said this, I've lamented about this in other aspects of my life. If it weren't for people like that. The world would be a really boring place. Agreed. If you were like me, it would be a very different Christmas in our house. Yeah. Very different. So luckily, you know, there are people like you who buy Santa hats. And, you know, the one thing I will tell you is that I'm a minimalist in general in life. And so and you're not, actually. <laughs> you will... Except for shoes. Well, that is true. <laughs> and makeup. But that's different. I meant other things. You mean like have a lot of makeup or put a lot of makeup on? No, I have a lot. I love yeah. I, I love makeup. I love buying yeah. makeup. Yeah, but you don't put a lot on. No, I don't think so. I probably could no. wear more. I've been told that I should wear more. Who told you? Your mother told you that. Maybe. God. Perhaps. Hey, you know, she's just looking <sighs> for me. You know. All right. I mean, like when we talked about it, there's not one of my sisters who wouldn't tell me immediately when I needed Botox. I mean, immediately. 
<laughs> I mean, we even talked about it that night. It's like the second I can afford it, we're all getting Botox. I mean, it's happening. I, how many of my sisters have told me to get a get a full tummy tuck? I mean, it, it is just, it's just honesty. That's all. You're such a loving family. We're a special family. But we are. But I mean, no one else is going to tell me that. That cares about me enough to say those things. Right? You would never say that. Well, because I don't agree with it. I know. I'm not into needles and knives, so. I know. Well, I think that's pretty much a wrap. I think I've squeezed all of the information out of your brain today as I could get out of you for oh, a show. I'm glad you said information because if you had gone another way, we would be having another that's half a, hour conversation that's a that probably show. wouldn't go out. <laughs> that's a different show. Um, I, on behalf of everybody at The Ugly Truth, I'd like to wish you all a very happy holiday season, happy new year. We are taking the week of Christmas off, but we will be back with a full recap afterwards. Although Christmas shopping is coming to a close, you realize that all of the stuff will be on sale the second Christmas ends. So please consider using the Ugly Mall, using the Amazon link, and shopping for those gifts uh, using your gift cards that you received from your grandma or your aunt <laughs> and uh, buy those things through our Ugly Mall. We would really appreciate it. Get well soon, Paula. She will be back, everybody. And then we'll start heading toward episode 100. Big 100. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate your downloads. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Happy holidays. That's it for this week. Be sure to check out UglyTruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.